The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat and four sides, mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corner beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info there's something something check out homework's morning sickness podcast at 98kupd.com just a few more minutes for you to do sit hole <laughs> s-i-t hole a name from this morning's uh brady report uh 97936 and you'll qualify to maybe be the person we draw today who will get themselves the 50 dollars gift card to von hansen's meat and spirits and Tickets to go see our friend Sebastian Maniscalco over there uh, later in August. I believe it's August. Is that right? Is it August? It is August. I believe so, yeah. Uh, so you get that together. And then, uh, of course, you're in the drawing for the man cave upgrade, which is coming up. Prestige giving you the eight-foot pool table, ping-pong table, dartboard, uh, Modelo Especial giving you the mini-fridge $150 gift card table and stools to go with your new stuff, and then Traeger Smoker from Ace Hardware. That comes up, not this Friday, but next Friday. Is that next Friday already? It is. That we do our contest for the five finalists. So you got to get through today and qualify, and then we'll draw five finalists for next Friday's competition. Those five finalists will get tickets to see the Diamondbacks taking on the Chicago Cubs on Father's Day. Pretty cool. Easy enough. Man cave upgrade. Uh, beautiful thing. we got the Suns and Nuggets tonight. Everybody's talking sports. And uh, we were just talking off there about that farce. The other night, nobody control. That's the one thing I do. A master P almost did it, but nobody control their way into basketball. Barely troll. You can't really troll your way into football just by saying, "I'm good at football. I train for it. I train for it." You get a tryout, maybe you're not going to get in or get a. You're just not going to be able to step on a. I mean, essentially, what Logan Paul did the other day was just step into a playoff game and start at quarterback. Yeah. I mean, it's like what in the hell? Yeah, the guy says he's really good. He's played one game with another guy who says he's good. But, uh, yeah, he's starting quarterback now for the Buccaneers because he just told everybody how great he is. And, and it blows your mind. Uh, there's, I, rem- I watched the fight with Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. And, again, Dana White was right yesterday. He went on and on saying you're an idiot if you paid for it. And you are. But we all fell for it. And now he's trying to start the Amanda Nunez versus Kim Kardashian, which is brilliant. What? Yeah, because he said, look, he's not pushing it. Oh, but Amanda okay. Nunez went with it and said she wants to fight. I'll do it. Of course she will because they both know. That's a hundred million dollar day. Oh yeah. Who isn't going to watch Amanda Nunez go in the? It's not going to happen with Kim Kardashian though. I mean, that's already, what, but already that's, got it. Dana White said there's the danger of right. what happens with sport. You take a popular figure and they just get the a wild hair up their ass and say, guess what else I want to try? You know, it's like Kevin Durant taking a date on a date. <laughs> it's just you can do whatever you want. There's no boundaries. So there is a video going around, and I remember as I was watching the fight. Floyd connects with Logan, Paul, yeah, and I remember the moment it happened going, oh, he's out on his feet, and then he kind of comes to, and I said, I got to give it to the kid. He's taking shots, like he's taking real hits. Well, the video replayed over and over uh, shows that Logan Paul is out on his feet, and Floyd Mayweather holds him up. 
for a second. Yeah, you see the... Uh, he keeps him from going down. It would have right been a knockdown. A- it's, it's just a kind of a, it's just a, it's a straight right. It's coming, it's a hooked style. It's like a, but he gets him under the chin a little uh, behind, you know, he just kind of dislodged that jaw a little bit. If his mouth's open, eight pounds of pressure to the jaw with your mouth open will knock you, at least dizzy you up to the point where you're going on the ground. And I didn't realize it while I was watching, but while he's going down, you see Floyd's left arm flex to hold him up because he's, he's going down. And so now you realize this whole thing was even more set up than you thought. It was either, you know, Crazy. when you look at it, it looks like, okay, that's a pretty big stumble, but you're like, no, no that's not a stumble. His arms drop. And he, he's and done. His back bends over. He's going to the ground. Yeah. If it weren't for Floyd's left arm locking up under uh, Logan Paul's right arm, it's going to the ground. So who predicted it, Brady? Because they're already starting to bring it up. Floyd brought it up yesterday and said, man, he was good. Mike Tyson said, Logan Paul impressed me. He needs to fight Badu Jack. Now, Badu Jack is a 37-year-old heavy, or a light heavyweight fighter who has been in Floyd's camp for years. So guess who gets the promotion if Logan wants to fight a real cruiserweight like Badu Jack? Floyd Mayweather. So interview yesterday, they told Floyd, or he just kind of mouthed off about it. They said he's not going to make $100 million, like he said. And he said, I'm not done yet. Essentially saying, look, the plan is in place. You guys aren't even seeing it. Very few people are paying attention to what's going on. But Dana White was 100% right yesterday. Sports, if you want trolls in sports, the best fights we can set up are your favorite Instagrammer versus a real fighter. It's the best thing we could do for money. Because why would Conor McGregor go fight Dustin Poirier again if he can fight Logan Paul, not get hurt, have none of his credibility ruined in a, in a sport he doesn't actually play in, and, and make a hundred million, yeah, yeah, and, and and make eighty million bucks. It's it's the destruction of sport, which is why I'm pissed off at Floyd Mayweather. Stand up for the sport that built you. Stand up for the sport that built your whole family. If it weren't for boxing being what it was, the Mayweathers would have never done anything. You got to stand up. You got to wax the guy who says I'm in your league. You got to go in there and go, no, this is a serious endeavor, and you just don't do that. It's like uh, strip club DJs telling us, oh, I'm a DJ too. I go, all right, go do the job, jackass, because you can't. I'm a, I'm a DJ. I DJed, uh, DJed a club. I used to bring the girls. I was pretty good. Dollar Kamikaze's Wild Mercedes is on stage. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> I couldn't do that. <laughs> you sad, pathetic losers. Pull up your sweatpants and wipe off those little dribble marks because here comes Dakota. <laughs> and while Dakota's on, all the calls to your mom are free. <laughs> so you can come get a ride home. So yeah, no, I, that's it. Bothers everybody when yeah. you know, like if you talk to a professional tennis player and say, "Yeah, I play tennis," they're like, oh, "Shut up!" You don't want anybody to say that. I, I love yeah. tennis as a thing, and I play yeah. a little bit, but I'm nowhere near your level. But when guys like so, like, I'm with you on that. I could probably hop in the ring with you and go if you're. I could never with a professional fighter do it. And I love boxing. I could. I would never even insult them to go. Let's let's. Let's have an actual round. I asked Shannon Briggs to punch me because I wanted to know what it felt like because I know it's different than anything else I've ever felt because he's at a tier I'll never experience. And he wouldn't do it because he knew. You know who wanted to fight me? The uh, Bayonne bleeder Chuck Wepner. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And he was 75 years old. He's the inspiration for the movie Rocky. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's the only boxer I've ever challenged for real. Yeah, I'll go with you. I'll fight you. And I expected him to go, "Ah, I'm just 75. And he goes, let's do this, punk. I'll wipe the floors. He would kick my ass. (laughs) Yeah, Chuck Weapon. He's dead now, isn't he? Didn't he pass away? Did he pass? I don't remember. But he was on the show promoting the movie called Chuck with uh, your friend, uh, the voice guy uh, on HBO. You met him at the Bogarine. Damn it. 
82 years young. Ah, uh, what was Still his around. name? He's the who's the voice guy for HBO Sports? The uh, oh, Liam Schreiber. Liam Schreiber. Schreiber, yeah, yeah. Schreiber placed Chuck Webner, and Chuck okay. Webner went in the ring with Muhammad Ali. He, he, his nickname was the Bayonne Bleeder, <laughs> and went way too many rounds with Muhammad Ali, just getting pummeled. It was the tune-up fight, and he was the inspiration for Rocky. His Sylvester inspiration was, you can hit me with whatever, I'm not dropping. Yeah, he had crazy hair. He, he was just ridiculous, and he, you know, he landed a few on Muhammad. He gave him a, didn't he, did he knock Muhammad down? Oh, I don't know about, oh yeah, there it is. I think he did. He kind of, he got a couple Could've of. been a stumble, yeah, but. It might have been, but he, I think he put him on the ground once. But So we had him on to promote his movie about his life. And I just jokingly said, and he, I think he actually said, what makes you think you could beat me? I'm like, you're 75 years old. <laughs> so? And then I got nervous because he wanted to fly out and do a charity fight with me. Let me get my ass kicked by the Bayonne Bleeder. Fearless. Jeez. He fought a bear once. The guy was fearless. Those guys are real. But he stood up for the sport in his 70s against some punk bitch with a microphone that said, I think I can take you. Like, no, you can't. And I'm going to stand up for all the boxing for that. And then I'd back down like, mm-hmm. Dude probably could do it. Now I'd kick his ass. He's 82, although I'm moving a little slow. <laughs> Hips hurt. Bad shoulder. I have to get in better shape. Give me uh, an eight-week training program. Get clearance from the doctor that the shoulder won't fall off. I'll fight that 82-year-old. I'll fight an octogenarian. <laughs> a little bit of brain damage. I'm not scared. That's, last fight. That's my Logan Paul moment. I'm not going to go after Floyd Mayweather unless it's unless it's guaranteed. Hey, we're fixing this. But yeah, this whole thing with Floyd and Logan. I don't know. Would you go for um, on the football side uh, a team of uh, YouTube stars? Yeah. What if what scrimmage if, a if Logan team? Paul said, "Hey, I got this team of dudes who's like these bros, and we got eleven of them. And I think we can beat the Buccaneers." <laughs> what? Or, or even worse, I think we can beat the O one Ravens today. And then you just go get Ed Reed and Ray Lewis out of retirement and kick the living sh- out of these idiots. I just it's trolling. I think people would pay for it. I, and that's the problem, is that it is entertaining to see everyday Joe go up against a real guy. Remember they tried that with, uh, was it Shaquille O'Neal's show where he had, didn't he fight, uh, I don't remember who he fought, but he, he went in there with a real boxer for a little bit. And, he, and Shaq fought and did other sports. Oh, yeah, he would do the yeah. challenges. And it was kind of. Entertaining, but you knew it wasn't really going to be bad. But there's seven. But they highlighted was the, the spectacle of seven yeah. foot four inch, three hundred pound Shaquille O'Neal in there with a real boxer, and it was pretty amazing. I remember who he fought, but it was it was pretty ridiculous. But it is entertaining. So, would you want to watch Kardashian Nunez over Nunez and some other Brazilian lady blooding each other up? Who do who? What would you rather pay for? No, I'll watch that. The, so those broads were definitely <laughs> part of the Instagram generation, where they're going to be the ones performing for us in sport yeah, it's weird but it is weird when you watch the logan paul thing and now you're like that's why they didn't have much gambling as far as outcomes or no scorecard there's no keep because these guys were more in it than we thought but yeah there's definitely a clip out there if you watch him floyd holds him up and then tonight we're going to spend all our time watching the suns and nuggets in a game where cynical me is now going to come out They've proven time and again and actually sent a guy to jail for rigging games as oh, playoff man, games. Oh, man, you hear the, the testimony of a uh, friend. Oh, that one, yeah, that something. one guy you sent over. Well, they, they have a guy that I forgot his name, but it, he was refing games in the early 2000s. 
And one of the most egregious nightmares between Portland and the Lakers when they had Shaq and Kobe was a 16-point lead that evaporated in about three minutes on eight foul calls. And the Blazers got none. And it turned out the guy refing that game got caught fixing games and got punished for it. So the NBA is the easiest one to fix. The guy that I sent you, I think it's Frank Casey. Anyway, he was talking about how it would happen in the football side of it. He goes, it's not um, the point shaving so much is if the guy's into you, you know, because a lot of these athletes love to gamble. Love yeah, to, the younger And guys. all of a sudden they're into us on this money. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, Michael Francisi, yeah. Yeah, Francisi. No. That's the guy. First, right off the bat, throw two interceptions. Yeah, he says, you get a quarterback. So you bet the uh, yep. interceptions. Deliver two. There you go. There you get the piece yeah. of the uh, – Well, that's what he kept saying. He said, you get a quarterback, you get a position player, you get a running back. And you see, you put the ball on the ground a couple of times. Yep. He said, that's all you got to do. We're not talking about points in the end. We're, we're we're talking about you put the ball on the ground two or three times. Give me three of them. Heavy Ooh. on the side bets. Yeah, and then you just go on the other thing. They get their money back because they'll get and they and he even said he said get a guy who's a hundred grand India. He said you can have him two fifty three hundred India chasing that hundred grand in a heartbeat. And he goes and then he's in real trouble. It was it was a pretty awesome article about that, but. So enjoy the – and I've ruined it. Enjoy the Suns and Nuggets tonight. It's, it's all fixed. But I don't know who you fixed for this one because who's the bigger draw? The league MVP? If you're going to fix it, you're fixing it for Denver. The only you thing that sell you, know, him. You, you definitely could determine as far as percentage of uh, the shooting percentage because it was really high. It was 54%. Yeah. But I mean, they still I will they shoot. They shot but, 64% in the second half. But you can, keep a game, you can keep a game within points. That's what that ref did with uh, he did with it with the we do Well, that's what they yeah. do. They, and they're ambiguous fouls. A gray, a blocking and charging. Yeah, you not about shooting percentage. Yeah. There's a, a shot you don't yeah. take. Yeah. Is the team gets a little as, too far ahead, you start yeah. whistling them a little bit. They can still shoot the lights out. Nobody's I'm just talking about it. the uh, players necessarily. Like if they're, I just you're not in on bad, the players aren't ever night of shooting. The player, the it's reason easy. the players get paid so much is so they can't, so they don't gamble. Right. That's the one of the people don't that was really his point understand. Too, the, the reason that the league said we got to pay our players this much is because you can't leave them susceptible to cash problems. It, it ruins everything. So the, the refs are making two hundred grand, one hundred fifty grand a year, and living in that life. It's crazy. All sports are rigged. That's why Marcus doesn't watch. He doesn't care. Uh, we got Rock Wars coming up. Who won last week? Did I win or did Brady win? The chair. You won. Did the chair? Did I win? Oh, I yeah, I won. Yeah, that's right. John Gordon right. picked I'll have my topic in just moments. Rock Wars is next. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.